You are now listening to Carly's Couch. I'm Carly. And I'm Lex. In this podcast, we discuss a wide array of topics about life and how to live your best life. Whatever that looks like for you. (laughs) Hope y'all enjoy. This week on Carly's Couch, we're going to talk about manifestation. What is it? Do you believe in it? And how can we manifest things in our lives? Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the couch. Nice to, I don't know if I'm not seeing you or hearing you, so (laughs) nice to be heard. (laughs) Nice to be heard. Man, if, what color do you feel like today, Lexi? I don't know. Navy? Mm, Nice. I kind of feel like a marigold. (laughs) I'm waiting for you to, I don't know where we're going with this. Well, just, um, interesting. (laughs) Why is that? Uh, just like the vibrancy is such a beautiful day in LA, been enjoying this nice weather, but also, you know, just feeling good, colorful. Yeah. Do you, um, believe or know about like chakras and how they have their specific kind of colors? Do you associate, um, those particular colors with those types of like feelings or the, the types of ways that those affect you? I do. Um, I know I know about them and I know the colors and we should do an entire episode on chakras, but, um, some of them, yes, and then some of them, not so much. So, for example, like red and the root chakra, I definitely see that and feel that. Um, green in the heart chakra, maybe not as much um, with the emotions and how it feels to me. But I don't know. Maybe that's, like, my association with the heart and, like, pink and red and love and all that stuff, mm-hmm. like, in life in general. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that's interesting. Um, it's interesting to think about different ways to describe, like, how you're feeling or you know, what's the vibes going on with you, whether that's a color or a sound or, you know, just the words and descriptions themselves. Um. Yeah, and it's, um, I mean, most icebreakers suck and everybody hates to participate in them, but I think Mm -hmm. it's a cool way to learn more about other people without, like, prying or being super weird. Um, So I lead a lot of groups. She said, a way to not be super weird by first asking somebody, what color do you feel like? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Because I'm for sure like... Oh, it's one of those. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, but I think you get to learn some stuff about people. Yeah, for sure. Um, today we are talking about manifestation, which in the same vein to me has always kind of been like, all right, like sounds like a lot of fake spiritual people <laughs> talking about fake spiritual things. Um, and I'm and I'm just saying that as I, that's not exactly like my viewpoints towards manifestation in general, but like that's that's kind of what's been like my first thoughts about it. When I hear the word manifestation, I think about um, just people just kind of saying like, okay, we can, um, you can make your future happen for you. Yeah. Um, And I think it has come to a point in society where it's so commoditized and like such a buzzword that it's almost not when say devoid of meaning, but it's lost a lot of what I think the power is actually behind it. Um, and the first thing that comes to mind is very woo woo and very ethereal. Like, Oh, you're it's like, you're making stuff happen with your mind. Um, which is kind of actually in essence what it is, but. Mm-hmm. And I would say it feels like it's less of like commoditized and talked about. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's popular, but that among the types of groups where like, I see the word used the most, um, it's like a, yeah, I feel, it feels like it's in a space where um, you think about folks who are like waving incense around and, you know, meditating and it's, it gives a vibe of like it's all energy and all thoughts and all 
um, you thinking about a thing without it really having like a real plan. Um, and again, not saying that that's what, how everybody views it, but I think in the places where I see it, the words used the most, it's kind of, it kind of comes across that way. Like it's nothing involved, but the thinking about a thing or, you know, imagining what you want, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And when it becomes like on TikTok, it's so many stories I see. And maybe this says more about me than I want to share on here. But yeah, you're, you're <laughs> just in that audience. That's why. <laughs> but I always see like, oh, you know, if you hear this sound, you know, man, it's going to manifest. Like listen to this sound and, you know, in three days, this thing is going to happen or record a, a, a video to this and play this or people with angel numbers or all kinds of stuff um, popping up. And I'm like, I don't really know if that's what manifestation is. Yeah, but what do you believe about manifestation? Because it's almost like no matter how you cut it, everything that we've said could be a version of that because it's still around visualizing slash thinking about it, right? So even if it's like, hey, do this, th share this thing and something will happen, that's still you like in being intent on thinking about a thing happening. You know what I mean? Like you're, that's still you taking time to be like, I am going to get a hundred dollars tomorrow or I'm sharing this because I want this to happen, which is that not manifestation, like just saying what you want to happen or, you know, whether it's a superstitious thing or whether it's, you know, you do it this way, this way or that way, you know, is, is it all manifestation or like, what do you think about it? Um, I, I don't think all of that is manifestation. I think maybe all of that is power of thought. I think in manifestation is more intentional. I don't think it's like just sharing a sound and like that's the thing. I think manifestation is, is intentionally focusing your energy towards something, whether it's a feeling or a new job or, you know, whatever, you know, you're trying to quote unquote mm -hmm. manifest or bring about into your life. And then go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was no, trying to wait for you to finish with that. <laughs> so you said it's about um, – Intentionally intention that's the word so yeah. so then when I hear you say it's about intentionally creating something so is it not manifestation if for the kid or for the person who's just like um man I want to be an astronaut or whatever like is having making that statement having that thought and desire that's not manifestation if it's not like intentionally saying like this is what I'm gonna be or maybe a better example would be like even if you just are saying things or doing things, but if it may not have like that extra oomph of intention, is that not manifestation as well? I think that's where the line gets a little hazy, even for me and somebody who is, I would consider in the incense burning community. Like saying, um, like being like, oh, I'll never get this thing. You know, like if we just think about like thoughts, period. Like, yeah, I guess it's easier to think about it with a negative thought, but it, I think it could be the same with a positive one. But just because that ex it kind of explains it better, what I'm thinking is like, you know, sometimes we do just say a thing or think a thing. Is that manifestation to have a thought? Um, no, I don't okay. think just having a thought is manifestation. Having a continuous thought is a choice. So, for example, if you're like, man, I'm never going to get this thing. And you mm -hmm. feel like that every day. That's a, at, a, at a certain choice. Like whether you're like, man, I'm going to choose this thought. So I get negative things like you're you're mm -hmm. choosing to believe that. Therefore, your energy is going there. And so then you manifest the thing. So that's what I'm saying. Oh. You're choosing it, but it might not be like a conscious choice versus like, oh, I want to, you know, you know, get this promotion at my job. And so you're, you know, thinking about mm -hmm. that. And also you're doing actions that accompany that thing to help you manifest like your desire. So is manifestation what you believe, like as a step four, it's not just what you think, but it's what you think and what you believe. Um, I think. And I'm not even really asking I'm like, like you, but 
I don't know. I guess I'm trying to like define it better. And I don't even know if we have like a real definition for or who defines that. But um, when I originally like just think about manifestation, just like on the spot, what I think about it, my first thoughts are that manifestation is trying to like see something or like trying to to see a certain result or make a thing happen. Um, and it doesn't even have to be as exact as, like, I want $2 million. It might just be, you know, I want to live a, a successful life or something, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? But to me, the, I would say it's a manifestation to have been working and thinking toward a thing and it to happen. It's like, oh, this is I've manifested this means, like, I have mentally and physically, like, come together to, like, make this thing happen. I think that's what I believe manifestation is. And I, I'm glad that you brought up that point because there are two very different things. So the thought and then the actual, like, physical yeah. representation of that thought. Yeah, thoughts forever. Like, you can think about that and, like, forever. like, the power of thought and all of that. But, but so when I think about it, like, I'll use something in my life for... I almost flashed y'all, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I didn't. Y'all, y'all missed know. out. We hope not. We're going to go back and look. It's going to be blurred out like little Sims. <laughs> now we're going to go back. Um, but... I'll think of some stuff that I manifested in my own life. Like, for example, mm. so um, when I wanted to go to business school, I remember writing in my journal, like, um, you know, there's like two school, three schools that I was thinking about. And one of them was in Barcelona, got into that joint. But then one that I even forgot about that I wrote down was USC. Mm. I ended up going to USC for business school. I forgot about it when I was moving out of my apartment um, that I had lived in during grad school. My journal dropped and all these like little papers fell out like confetti and I picked it up, and, like, on the page that I was on, it was me talking about why I wanted to go to USC. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, man, I kind of manifested that because what I wrote down and the reasons I wrote, like, mm-hmm. kind of happened in my life. But what's the manif- manifestation there? So the manifestation is I had a thought. Versus, ver- sorry, versus, like, um, saying, like, oh, this is – I keep touching you today. Versus, like, <laughs> se- it's serendipity that it happened. You know what I mean? That, like, well, oh, I, I went back and saw this. Well, one, one could argue that serendipity is where, like – intention and desires and beliefs like meet the desire of the universe like when your energy is flowing in that certain mm-hmm. certain way and so I think it's a manifestation because it's like I put that desire out there and I was working towards it but I let go of like how it was going to manifest and then I look back and like literally what my journal was describing was what had happened and I hadn't even mm-hmm. thought about that paper in a long time so okay so you're saying you were intentional about like making that list at one point but you're able to kind of and you, the whole time you're manifesting this next step, but in that journey, then you you saw the reminders and thoughts and other things to help guide you there. Yes. And I, I think part of another part of manifestation we haven't discussed yet is like, it's not you forcing things to happen. Like that's not manifestation. That's like you working towards something. So for example, man, I graduated yeah, but from that's college. basically kind of what I was saying. And, and also that's what I think about. That's what I, my, I think when I see people talk about it, it's like, um, you made a thing happen. That's not what it is. Well, the difference. So the difference. So if I want to, I'm going to use a very physical example. Okay, so I want to graduate from college. I apply to college. I do all my homework. I graduate from college. That's not necessarily a manifestation, but I would say, like, if you were, you know. Does it have to be, have an air of, like, I don't really know how it happened to be a manifestation to, in your mind? I, I would think so a little bit. Because that, okay. Because it's not. I guess, like, manifesting, like, how I was kind of saying into what you said is, like, you know what, I really I really want to be a successful marine biologist. So to go through school, do the work, do the things, be thinking about it, be in positions, whatever, that is you kind of 
you're, you might not necessarily, um, you're controlling your effort towards mm -hmm. it. Um, but okay. That's, so that's not a manifestation. If it's like, obviously like I went to school, did the work, got all A's, I graduated. That's not a manifestation versus, versus if you do just kind of maybe or sit around and maybe it happens and then it happens. Mm, no, I think that that is a, and this is etymology, but like a manifestation of your hard work. Now a manifestation of thought is something different. To me. So, for example. manifestation is something coming to visibility. Something yes. coming. Mani so, it's manifesting. It's coming. Yeah. Out so, of, your hard work definitely led to that. You know, your dreams, all of that stuff. I'm not taking that part away. But I'm saying more, like, in the in the sense of it having something you can't control. So, let's say, you know, you were like, man, I want to go. I want to be this marine biologist and get everything paid for. And then you apply for this scholarship that, you know, whatever. And then and you get it. But maybe, I don't know, your application was missing one thing or you were lacking something, like, I don't know if that's the best example, but it's like when things are out of your control, like I think that's like when things are manifested. So, okay, maybe it's this. <laughs> Sorry, y'all are like hearing this like, what the, what the hell what is the this? Hell? Um, maybe it's more of this than Carly, because I'm thinking about like, and we're kind of talking about it like manifesting a result, which maybe that can be a thing, but that does come from what you put into it. Maybe it sounds like, you're speaking to when you're thinking about more of the serendipity or like things that are happening, but it worked out in your favor type thing is about manifesting opportunity. Is there a slight difference there? Like, cause, cause that way it's almost like, cause I, yeah, I don't super agree or feel like that makes sense to call something a manifestation if it, just because like it's only a manifestation if you thought about it or something and it happened. But I do understand like how you can maybe manifest an opportunity and maybe you don't explain that as much maybe that's like man I was in the right spaces I was studying a thing and mm -hmm. so it caught my eye when I saw something because I had read that and so that sounds a little bit more like a mix of being open to like seeing the things happen and you kind of being ready but it's not necessarily always based like on your effort to like see the opportunity or manifest a space where you see something and then make moves or whatever um we might be in like two in the weeds on it <laughs> but yeah, what, it, what does manifestation actually mean? Like, if you look it up, what does it actually mean? 14 minutes in, I'm like, damn, can I get the definition? So the definition of it is um, an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. Thanks for not being that helpful. something happening. Yeah, essentially. Well, that's, but that's the obvious definition. I wonder, so there what does manifestation mean spiritually? This says bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and belief. So it is saying like, if you think about it enough, it happening, maybe whatever happens in the inside of that and how it happens is, I don't know, maybe well, it's just up for grabs. So, okay. Another like life example. Um, some of my friends parking at their houses is like, you know, sometimes a little, a little rough, mm -hmm. a little hunger games, especially in LA. And so before I'm like, man, I'm gonna get a parking spot right in front, right in front, baby. How many times does that happen? A lot. Like, whenever I focus mm -hmm. my energy. So, it's like, oh, man, I kind of. Yeah, but also, how is that, why is that different from, why is that manifestation versus because you stay in a positive, abundant mindset, you recognize and pay attention to the times that that happens more often? I mean, I don't know if there's you know a difference. I, mean? I don't know if there's a difference, to be honest. Like, is that manifestation or is that you being... Just you're in the good space and like appreciating that happen, or 
I don't maybe it didn't, uh, yeah I don't but, know but I also see it on the negative side so whenever I'm really frustrated about like man I'm already late I'm not gonna get parking all this like I've noticed like you know kind of where my mindset is and where my energy is like things tend to align with that and that's why I think you can manifest like either positive mm. and negative things like have you ever been focused on a thing and like worried about something's gonna happen and then all of a sudden it happens yeah, I don't know. I guess it's just a thin line, like that whole conversation about did you make it happen or, and like, is it your fault because you, you're you thinking like, oh man, you know, I'm not going to get that A, I'm not going to get an A, I'm not going to get an A, and then you don't get it. But I also do understand like in the moment of like you studying, you are kind of telling your brain what to believe in that time or like your mind, it works very hard to, to bring to life like what you put into it um but with things you can't control maybe that getting an a isn't that because that is like also around your effort but like with i'm gonna get a parking spot versus oh man i'm not gonna get a spot your brain couldn't control if you got it or not you know what i mean so like i don't is that a manifestation if you really don't have anything to do with that you just happen to put yourself in a better position or a worse position to deal with the reality of whatever was going to be there I mean, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think there's a wrong answer. I think that's a yes and. Like, I think the idea behind manifestation, and maybe it'll be helpful if we actually talked through, like, mm. some of the biggest ideas behind manifestation, like the two most, topu- most popular types. But I think a lot of it is focused on, like, your thoughts creating your own reality and, like, where you put yourself and what you notice very much determines, like, the quality of your life. We talk about perspective all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, because, like, regardless of what happens to you, for sure, that outlook, perspective, the space you're in definitely you could have a totally different quality of life with the same things happening most likely um Mm -hmm. based on how you're approaching it in that way for sure so okay so we've been like rambling about like what it could be what it might be back and forth um there's two different types that you found Mm -hmm. um if we can go into those maybe it can help us clear up or at least we can tighten up like how are we talking about a couple of these things yeah i think it'd be helpful so i was kind of first introduced to manifestation i read the secret like a really really long time ago Mm -hmm. um i forgot the chick yeah that was definitely like 2010 excuse me like 2009 for me yeah it's like kind of around the same thing for me um maybe 2011 but um then that led to you know me going to tony robbins and him you know talking about changing the quality of your thoughts and then marianne williamson which led Mm -hmm. me to the next two people we about to discuss um who i think are huge in the field of manifestation is abraham hicks and neville goddard so the first most popular type of manifestation that we've all heard of is the law of attraction Mm -hmm. and that is kind of more in line with Abraham Hicks theory around the way to like create your life and a life that you want. And it's around this thought that like, like attracts like, and so that positive thoughts bring positive results while negative thoughts can bring negative outcomes. So whatever energy you're emitting out into the world is kind of what the universe gives back to you. Um, good or bad. Do you believe that? I mean, to, for, to agree. for the for the most part, yeah, I think that's that's pretty true. Like, if you look at any interaction, like where you, like if I if I was about to hang out with a friend, I'm like, man, she always you know got something to say to me and always do this. Then I show up with this prickly you know energy, mm-hmm. then she's gonna feel the prickly energy. Like people feel people's energy, so you know it's just making sure you're set up in your space the best way that you can be, so that when you enter these spaces, mm-hmm. you know you can have the best outcome. But this line of thought, this law of attraction line of thought is designed to help you raise your vibration and help you get into alignment with the feelings that you want to experience. Mm -hmm. And so by changing your vibration and changing your 
your thoughts and your energy and your feelings, like it puts you more in alignment with the life that you want to live. We talk often mm-hmm. about like the ideal version of us. Like, you know, what does, um, you know, ideal Carly or my um, alter ego or, you know, who I want to be like, how would she feel in this situation? And changing your thoughts and mindset and actions to, to be in alignment with those things, to bring about that energy in your world. Mm-hmm. I'm over here looking up um, the arguments against law of attraction, not just to be contrary per se, but I remember, I remember watching that and being also, like, really into it. Like, oh, okay, like, yes, like, to feel better, come from gratitude, to imagine and visualize the life that I want makes me feel better. And when you're feeling kind of better, like, these things, things do kind of move in a way that seems like it lines up for you. But I, And I remember, like, being, like, really into it and being like, okay, cool. But at some point, I don't remember how or what, um, I did start to hear certain arguments against it slash additions to the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I'm trying to look up real quick just so I can see a couple of things that people have said. And some of it is like, for example, like how we said about control, like, does that mean, okay, you can't express when you feel bad or hurt, right? And we've, in, in a few of the previous episodes recent to this one, we've talked about how you may be, you may stifle like yourself. Cause like, oh, I shouldn't feel bad about this. Or, um, even if you're hurt or sad, you're, you're quick to be like, okay, but you know, it's going to be a good day tomorrow or, um, growing up and feeling like, all right, let's stay positive and how that can kind of be toxic at times. Right. Like that doesn't like, yes, you're going to have negative thoughts. Sometimes the, att- your, what you're going to attract according to that is like, okay, I, sh- I have to cut this part of me off or I have to not be in this space. Um, I think that was one of the big things about it. Um, and then I think a lot of stuff around just the fact like, okay, you really just don't control everything. You don't control your destiny um, to a certain point. And I think it kind of can give us like a false sense when we're talking about manifestation and the law of attraction that like everything is your fault or slash because of you. Um, and it's not quite all that. Um, I'm not scrolling enough to find like really what some more – uh, kind of things to this are oh I think I'm on something else actually now but um yeah there's just a few things that's like okay it's not just that but if you want to be broad enough to say like it's helpful to have a positive attitude and to to think about the things things that you want and where you want to be in that light then sure I guess that makes sense well I think the, I think the concerns with manifestation and law of attraction and your thoughts create your reality, like there are valid concerns. And um, a lot of psychologists worry that people who suffer with, um, who suffer or who live with, sorry, not suffer, but who live with anxiety and depression, you know, it can be dangerous. You know, if you mm-hmm. think like, oh man, I put myself in this position or even to go so far as, you know, people who have cancer, man, I did this to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it can be very blaming. I think, the thought is the thought about law of attraction that I still ring to be true is like, it's not just about feeling good. It's or about trying to use your thoughts to create your world and taking responsibility about everything, but living your life in a way, knowing that you can't control everything, but still choosing to process and feel good and heal in a way that works for you. And that is going towards your, your highest goal. Like anytime Mm -hmm. you do try to raise your vibration, which means healing and dealing with the difficult stuff, it's not toxic positivity. It's, you know, understanding where you are and where you want to be and then choosing, you know, to process and get there. So I don't I don't think the actual law of attraction that it's inherently problematic. But I think when you take it as black and white, it can be because then you then that would assume and I've seen this argument. It's like, OK, well, so slaves, they all manifested that. 
And it's mm-hmm. like, no, you can't control the world. Like you can't control what other people do. The only thing you really can control is like your perspective and how you look at it and how you want to process those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of slippery. Yeah. And I don't it, know why we're talking about this today. <laughs> well, it's great. I think it's important, though. I think it's important um, to put some context into this word that you don't you don't really see people defining. Everybody just understands it as this woo woo thing. But I do think that our energy and the things we choose to focus on and how we choose to shape our our vibration do really much, you know, have ripple effects into the rest of our lives. Um, so that's the law of attraction. And then there's the law of assumption, which is more of a Neville Goddard like way of looking at manifestation. And it is instead of like, just thinking like, man, I'm going to think about this. It's like, you already feel like, like something has happened. And you hear this a lot about visualization exercises. Like Matthew McConaughey talks about it in his book about, you know, waking up every morning and feeling like he had already, you know, have all of his goals accomplished. And what what is that feeling whenever you do accomplish that? Mm-hmm. Tony Robbins talks about it. Like if you look at a lot of really successful people, they all talk about visualization and how assuming the feeling of the thing accomplished is really the difference in like what helped them get to where they are. Mm-hmm. And that to change anything in your life, you have to change your beliefs and assumptions that you hold about it, which I mean, that sounds pretty universally true. But knowing that your imagination really creates your, your reality and the more dedicated you are to creating these visualizations and vividly feeling and imagining yourself in these experiences, the more likely you are to produce them. And then if you're reading any Neville Goddard or listening to any of him, there's a lot of stuff on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, he has a lot of like seemingly crazy quote, quote unquote, air quote stories about how things just happen. And I think that that those can be true too. Like I know there have been times when, you know, I've thought about things or felt them. And then for no explainable reason, they happened in my life, like getting money or, you know, someone popping up just in time to help me do the thing that I needed to do or, you know, whatever's going on. And so I don't know the line between manifestation and like serendipity or synchronicity, but I do think there is something to the power of like feeling and visualizing. Yeah, I so I will fall more into the camp of the law of assumption, I think, in general, more than law of attraction as just laid out. Um, the law of assumption also makes me think of a few folks of like a Joe Dispenza that talks about how how do you really change from the inside out? I think about um, people like Kyle Cease, who talks about how kind of what I associate with the law of attraction also and kind of um, talking about what you want and what you need is still keeping yourself at a separate space from it as opposed to change really coming when you you are in position and like just doing the thing. And so to feel how it feels in the space is almost more of a putting yourself in position than to think about what you aren't yet or like where you're going. Um, so I think about kind of Kyle sees and some of the things he talks about in that space as well. Um, and the law of assumption makes more sense in my life with my examples of wanting to be um, more of a morning person and wanting to see things change with work or professional life, um, even in, within relationships, et cetera, because it's who do I need to be? Or how, how does this feel like being, you know, this person who runs this company or, and then it just, I don't, I don't it's kind of hard to explain, but like, it just kind of starts to click of, I have to, not I have to, but like, I do these things. 
like I, I get up early because I have these things that need to get done or I communicate differently because I'm somebody who is more open or whatever. And in assuming that space, it slowly actually starts to, from the inside, become who you are. Um, so I have way more examples of that and how things have changed or like how they really actually changed because a lot of things you want, but like, it's like one day it just all of a sudden you're kind of doing it and you're realizing that, Oh, I just have to do it, but I have to understand like being in that space as opposed to like outside looking in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I see both. And I think for anybody listening, like it's worth looking into both. Like I said, I think, I think they both are important and they both have their own place when it comes to manifesting. But um, when you talk about law of assumption and, and that's how you've seen change in your life, like are there any ways, like when you're thinking of manifesting something new or of becoming, you know, this idealized version of Lex, like, you know, what are some steps you've taken to help you actually like realize those things? Yeah, that's a good question because I can think about it easier than somebody's like, what have you manifested? I don't, I don't obviously because of how all over the place we are talking about that. It's like, I don't know, what are you talking about? Um, but let's say you want to change yourself or you want to change something or you want to see something happen. What do you do? And I understand it. I seek to understand it. I seek to learn it. I seek to see other people's experiences and gain what that means to be in that space or what that means to have it. And then I will reflect on like, what are those actions mean? Like what type of person does that? So you, whether it's creating kind of a persona of sorts or being clear on like, what, what do I need or want to be in order for that thing to be like, that would be a part of my life. And then it's kind of the, the matter of being aware and then just making those decisions day to day around as if you're that person or around those decisions. I don't know. It's probably, it's kind of just the same thing I just said, I think. Um, I don't know if I could be more detailed about that, but yeah, it's just kind of getting clear on what does it mean to be in that space? Mm. Yeah. Like, so, you know, to be a morning person, how does that feel? What do they do? Like kind of breaking down like those steps to do that? Maybe like, yeah. So I need to change what time I go to bed or okay. In the morning, like what am I excited to, how do, how can I make myself excited in the morning? What does that look like? And then over time I kind of become excited about particular routines that I have. And also, um, well, is there purpose to waking up? Like I'm not waking up maybe cause I don't have purpose. I don't have any meetings, you know, or like no pressing thing. So um, yeah, the person who might need to wake up is because they have to be somewhere, have to be talking to somebody by 8 a.m. or 7 or whatever it might be. Um, or the person who wakes up early and has purpose in their life and things to do has things to do. So maybe I have to be at the gym at 6 or, you know, like just like you, if I don't have things to do, if I don't feel like I have that purpose or 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 need to be doing it, then I'm not. Um but then that kind of shifts when you recognize like how to add a little bit more meaning to that. And I think meaning is a really important thing, like understanding your why. Because if anytime you try to make any yeah, change, you're like wake up early for what? For what? For just, why? Just to feel more productive is mm. really like I never felt like, oh, I'm not being productive. Like I felt bad waking up late later in the day because it seemed like this isn't 
what somebody who's who does what I'm trying to do would be doing. I'm not being productive. And so you just have to start being productive. Yeah, and just kind of doing it. I think so understanding your why is important no matter what you're working towards or what you want to manifest, quote unquote, you know, in your life. But I think maybe it's more important to think about like less woo-woo manifestation and maybe just more about the power of your mind because I think your perspective, and I feel like we talk have been talking about this often, um, it is so important. And no matter how great things are in your life or how not great they are, like really how you're feeling and the choices that you're making, you know, kind of shape that reality. And so all of that to say, I have no answers about manifestation. I do believe in it and that there is so much power in, you know, the, the emotions that we choose, our vibration, our daily choices, you know, to either keep us in alignment with our highest selves and our goals and God and the universe. If you believe in those things or not, um, but oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, I mean, the process for manifestation, if we really had to go back and, like, break it down into, like, one, two, three, or, like, things you can actually kind of be doing to for that to be considered, like, I'm manifesting something, is, like, A, having a desire, want, knowing what the thing is that you want, B, because now I'm thinking of really, like, even breaking it down further, what I was saying earlier, is, like, learning about it. Like, I really, even if it's something like, dang, how can I be a better listener? Like, things like that I think about all the time or when something happens or whatever. Um, or how can I be better, you know, manage my team or whatever, right? Like, whatever you want to happen, you are you are doing the work to learn about that. You're reading stuff. That sparks things. Mm -hmm. I'm usually writing. Um, so, you know, kind of writing out what you want. Like, how you were asking me earlier, are there things that I've written down in my past planners or journals where then I can go back and be like, oh, that happened. Um, but I think that's part of the process, part of, like, putting it in your mind in – and making a decision that this is something that you want to learn about and want to do. Um, so like really writing things down. Also being still around it, being still, um, not even just saying like, I'm going to be still and think about this particular thing, but being still with yourself and that it's not really all just like doing an effort. It is some time of kind of letting that marinate in your mind or, or giving yourself some free mind space to let it see where it goes. And maybe it, you know, it, it figures something out for you. Um, and then it is in your practice, in your practice of what do the habits need to look like? What does, um, like now sometimes I'll sit with my friends and I'll, I'll literally say like, Hey, I'm about to try to practice to listen. Um, or like the other day Kyle called me out and was like, man, do you, do you listen to listen? Are you just, cause it seems like you're always ready. As soon as I'm done with my sentence, like, like yeah, da, 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 and like start talking, like you already knew you just wanted to say something. I was like, dang, you're right. I do do that. I know I do that. So, all right, for the rest of the time, I'm going to try to like chill and really listen and so I had to like consciously try to do it but I do see progress over time from like trying to practice and do it so I may be manifesting being a better communicator a better listener because I may be in a next relationship or uh, in a situation or something where that person might be like wow you're a great listener as opposed to like you know the person who people from your past or your friends who've known you, mm -hmm. like, you know, once you're already like a bad this or whatever, like you're just that. And like, I may never get that credit to be like, oh, you've grown in this or you're whatever. It's always like, hey, you're not a good listener, man. Or, you know, but like to somebody fresh, it might be like, oh, you're a good listener or you communicate so well, you're so open. And then I have to believe that for myself because sometimes I'm like, my therapist has done this with me before. She's like, actually, you're, you're pretty, you're not that bad with, you know, communicating with certain things. I'm like, yeah, I actually kind of feel like that now. Like, now, when I talk to you, I'm like, yo, I'm not that bad, but I know I have been, and I know why people would say what they say, but, like, 
I'm actually doing a lot better with this nowadays. And so sometimes it also is like you kind of allowing yourself to fill into that new space and like accept it and, and, you know, continue to practice and do the things. Um, I don't know if I'm getting off the topic of manifestation, but it's really like a process of you becoming like, it's less about the doing and more about the becoming, um, which I think kind of is what connects back to us thinking about it as more of like your thoughts and mindset and all of that, as opposed to you worked your way through, okay, cool. Like there's consequences to your actions, but what are the consequences of you changing the way you approach things are the, how you think about things, et cetera. Um, that still has tangible results. I think that's a beautiful way to look at the process. And, and that is the point. Manifestation is less about doing and, and, and more about becoming. The only thing I would add to that, I think that's a great list in, you know, how to manifest um, is to do those things every day that put you at your highest vibration possible. So sometimes that is sleeping in. Sometimes that is making sure you get up and finish all your things. Sometimes that's taking a walk and smelling the roses, but it's important to, put yourself in the best possible position to keep, you know, in alignment with whatever you're working towards or manifesting or thinking about. And it's easier whenever you're, as Abraham Hicks would say, your cork is floating in a water um, than fighting against what's going on. It's learning to go with the flow, but making sure you're, you know, prioritizing your joy and yourself. Yeah. So hit us, let us know what your thoughts are on manifestation. If this changed how you think about it, maybe you were kind of also one of those folks who's like, man, that's just some woo woo stuff. Like people just use that as an excuse of like, oh, you didn't manifest it enough or, you know, you can just think about it and it happens. Or maybe you already do have a process. It works for you and you appreciate the this power of manifestation. So happy to hear from you in the comments on the YouTube on the website, on Twitter, Instagram, et cetera. Um, let us know your thoughts about manifestation. Yep. And then this week's question of the week, Lex, what mm -hmm. would happen to the world, society, your life, if the internet went down indefinitely? If the internet went down indefinitely, um, it would for sure impact my business because I'll probably, I wouldn't have one in the same way. Um, imagine that it's not even just about like social media, but there's literally nowhere to go see anything in front of you outside of what is program on radio and TV, I guess. Um, so there is no need for content for content sake to spread from person to person. Um, I would be upset or sad, like in my personal or just as a person, because Imagine now you're kind of going back to you just are talking to other people, hearing a very limited uh, type of information from just who's around you and from what's told to you, um, which the internet can be too, but at least you can explore the different opinions. Um, so you'd really have to work a little harder to learn, to, to understand, um, and to study. But also, I guess that takes us back to like books and... Encyclopedia. Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. But again... Um, you still don't won't have as much access to different things or, you know, um, also it's not, it wouldn't be as current. Like it wouldn't be like breaking news. That could be a very refreshing thing though, to a degree to not live in a society where everything is based off of like this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And like always using that as kind of like your infotainment. Um, maybe the news would kind of change because it's not necessarily about kind of those types of things and sensationalized things. Um, and we wouldn't have like a first 
first uh, row seat to like everybody's life. Maybe you could would be more focused on kind of you and your immediate community. That was a lot of things, but <laughs> those are things that I think of. That's a big thing, but I thought this question was cool because I feel like our generation is kind of the last ones that have not had the internet like back in the day when we were younger. Because I didn't mm. get it until yeah, like grade. as a small kid. Yeah, like as a yeah. small kid, you know. So my first thought was, you know, hopefully it will go back to being more community centered. But I'm also real sad because I love googling things and looking things up. I would be like, man, my like losing that attachment to you know being able to explore and research things at the drop of a dime would be very, that would be very impactful for my life. Um, You can't really carry around encyclopedias like you can a phone. So that would be interesting, but hopefully society would, you know, be a little bit more community facing and, and caring. Like I I imagine it was back in the day. No, I don't think so. I just think it's easy to romanticize Mm -hmm. a smaller community. Like if you're, you are going to be more tight knit, but with that is also the same amount. I think, probably of like backstabbing, talking behind your back, doing this, doing that. Like, um, but at a smaller level, as opposed to like, I could say something online and somebody in like Afghanistan could be like, man, fuck you. Like, <laughs> it's like, damn, <laughs> at least it's just my neighbor. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I think it just makes the circle smaller. Um, same thing. It could circle? be a good or bad. Huh? That's the same thing. Different circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I think about it. Life's always, it's always gonna be some crazy stuff, but um, there would be the pros and cons, but definitely we would be in disarray for like a while. <laughs> like things would be weird <laughs> and they will be bad, I think for a while. And then it's like, maybe it just gets figured out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they tend to, but we wouldn't be able to sleep. If the internet just the went down, imagine the first thing you're doing is like, what happened? Like, how do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> how do you figure out what I can't figure on? out what happened? Like, I can't Google what happened. Like <laughs> you're going to have to get like some kind of broadcast or something. And then it's just what they tell you. So off top, you're like, Damn, I don't know what's going on, you know? Back to radios and fireside Yeah, chats. you got to get that newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> Read all about it. I don't know what happened to my internet. <laughs> That'll be the headline. Right, what try to call to Spectrum. Everything just shut down. Like, all right, I don't want to see no Listen, bill next you, month either. But how can you call Spectrum? You ain't even got the number. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like, that's a good question. When you really break it down, it's like, I don't know how to get nobody number. I don't know how to figure nothing out. Um... Yeah, I'm going to have to just walk up the street to the library. Smartphones ain't smart no more. Um, So, yeah, hit us. Let us know what you think about this question of the week. And I hope y'all have a beautiful week. Ciao.